Hello, I am Tali Miles Pierce. I am a mindset coach and mentor, and I'm on a mission to bring more realness to the world. On the Miles Ahead podcast, we are sharing our stories so that you can let go of your past and go and live your dream life. Let's dive in. Hello, my fam, and welcome back to the Miles Ahead podcast, episode nine. What the frick? This is the second last episode of season one. And then we have, dun, 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 we have something coming. <laughs> and that is all you, you will hear for now in the season break. Um, but that's the update on Miles Ahead. The next episode is going to be with my client, one of my past clients. But today's episode is a little unusual for this podcast. And to be honest, it feels like such an edge. So if you haven't realized already, we are here solo, which is the first new thing. Um, Secondly, I will be speaking, I'll be getting nice and personal with you guys today. So that is the other thing where I feel like I'm very raw and vulnerable on Instagram, but there's only so much you can share. And this platform just feels like a better space to really dive in and share all of the updates, life updates, business updates, everything that's been going on lately. Um, There has been a lot and I really love to share with you guys purely from a space of not only inspiring you, but just like if you're anything like me, (laughs) you are a self-led human who listens to these things and has your own inner dialogue and wisdom and Um, can really learn a lot just from listening to someone else's experience so that is always my intention when I'm sharing my my journey and my stories and all of the things Um, but today the life update is around moving house so I am currently sitting in my new office which is very exciting Um, dating so that's been something that has been big for me lately. If you know, you know, <laughs> we'll dive into it. And um, new business opportunities and um, also where I'm taking my coaching business as well because there's been changes there as well. So it feels like my whole life is being uprooted and we're, we're having a complete transformation or makeover if you will, at the moment. Um, But as you know, I'm always here for the change, the growth. I freaking love it, no matter how hectic it can feel sometimes. Um, We just, we love it. We love it. So I would say one of the huge reasons why I'm feeling quite, um, I guess, resistant to recording this episode today is because Instagram stories last 24 hours, right? I can go as deep as I want and maybe 100 to 200 people will see it and probably no one will even listen. <laughs> Let's be real. I, you never know who's listening on Instagram, but with podcasts, like you're tuned in, you're here to actually listen and it's something that is on here for life until I choose to delete. So very big difference, but let's dive in. I won't bore you with any more of my thoughts behind that. Um, Okay, let's first speak to the new house. So 
if you've been following me for a while, you know that the current place that I'm in was such a huge upgrade for me. Um, it, I moved in December last year from a small apartment on the Gold Coast. So I moved into a freaking palace. Like when I say a palace, literally everyone who walks through the front door of that place goes, oh my gosh, it is huge. Like that is everyone's first reaction when they work, work, walk through the front door. Um, and this was just really cool for me because I manifested this place in the place that I was in. I just wasn't happy there and we'll speak to the importance of your environment very soon. But yeah, I wasn't happy there because it was too small for me. It felt really restrictive and that's just personal preference. I really desired space. And then what do you know? I get my own bathroom with a bath. I get my own walk-in robe. I've got another extra robe for all my miles ahead and office stuff. Um, so much space in my room, pool, canal views, like the biggest lounge room ever. <laughs> it's honestly been so cool um, to live there, but the catch, the catch and why I'm moving out. So I actually signed a lease in May to be there for another 12 months and this felt really right for me at the time because I had all these plans. I wanted to go to Bali to work for a few months next year. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to settle and focus on building my life um, rather than like always being on the go. I think a pattern of mine from a young age and like it stems from childhood for sure. I moved house a lot. I moved schools a lot. And for me, like, I've always been a bit of a gypsy. And so I wanted to break that pattern by just settling and focusing on actually building the life that I desire. And so signing that lease for 12 months from May felt really fucking aligned. And um, it felt like an achievable time frame to focus on, like, getting ready to go to Bali for a few months. And... Then, as the universe would have it, um, so fast forward to about a month or two ago, we got an email from our real estate saying that the owners would like to demolish the place because, let's be real, if you've been there, huge palace, amazing, not very well maintained, <laughs> not very well maintained, old place, so run down, hence the... Um, I guess the value we got for the cheap rent, um, if you will. So, so yeah, they came and said they wanted to demolish the place. Our, um, like the roof is leaking, needs a whole replacement and the owners are just not willing to put money into that. So anyway, we are moving and there's currently five of us in my place. So only three of us, are moving out together then the other two are moving out together um and we found a four bedroom place literally just down the road so I joke but this is actually going to happen <laughs> I'm not hiring a moving truck I will be walking the couch down the street so if anyone wants to help out feel free um but yeah it's literally it's super nice but I would be lying 
if I didn't share that I feel like I'm downgrading. And the reason why I feel like I'm downgrading is because it doesn't have a pool. It doesn't have the canal views. It doesn't have my own bathroom. I'm going to be sharing a bathroom. It doesn't have um, aircon in my room. It doesn't have big walking robes. Like there's a lot that it doesn't have, but what this has really pulled me into is actually seeing, okay, am I meeting myself where I'm at? And that's a huge thing, which I think it gets thrown around, like meet yourself where you're at, meet yourself where you're at. And we can roll our eyes or we can actually think about that for a second. And it's something that I've struggled with for a lot. So I want to kind of unpack that with you guys. Meeting yourself where you're at is where you're actually going to grow. If you pretend, if you fool yourself into thinking that you are 10 steps ahead, and it's ironic because this podcast is called Miles Ahead, but if you fool yourself into thinking that you are 10 steps ahead, it's a very different energy from actually meeting yourself exactly where you are. And I'm not saying like don't have the full self-trust and confidence and like delusion, if you will, to just fucking go for it and lean into the fear and do the meet your edges. But what are your edges, right? Are you meeting yourself where you're at or are you making moves, decisions or um, like having thoughts that are actually comparing yourself to someone else's journey and where they're at and what you think you should be doing, right? Based on the opinions of other people and society and whatever, right? When you can actually come into your own energy and realize, oh, actually, this is what is best for me right now. This is how I'm going to grow. That's where the real growth happens, right? So my point here, I whilst I do feel like I'm downgrading, I actually just feel from a lens of like the rent I'm paying, what I'm getting, etc., etc. <laughs> um, it feels very aligned in that I'm meeting myself where I'm at. And I know that by doing that, there is so much room for growth. And that makes me really excited. So there's no longer this energy of like oh my god I have to catch up I have to do this like that pressure it's actually just like oh, a breath of fresh air <laughs> um so I'm really excited for this new chapter it does feel right despite the shock at first being told when we have to move out literally like six months before expected um but yeah I'm excited to have this space and hopefully the sound Hopefully the sound is all good. I did a little test before, but if it's not, I will be getting some sort of soundproofing in this office um, because I really want to up-level the quality of this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the update on Moving House. I want to share as well from that, your environment is so important and this is another one that you hear every day particularly if you're in the coaching industry but it truly is I'm going to be speaking to like I said dating and relationships and um there, there's more than one type of environment right now I'm speaking to moving house in your physical environment but it also comes in the form of relationships, connections, conversations that you have every day, habits that you entertain, 
you know, other people's behaviour that you entertain. So I think this is a really, really important conversation and something to just check in with in yourself. If there is something that you're currently navigating that, you know, feels hard or icky or whatever it is, feels off, check with yourself where you're A, not meeting yourself where you're at and two, where your environment is having an impact and what what gets to stay with you and what needs to go. And that's something that I always ask myself when I do move house is what can stay <laughs> and what can't come with me, right? And it's not just what but who. And so right now I'm in a big season of contemplation and partly due to this time of year. So another update, November 18th is when my dad passed away. I think it was seven years ago now. I could be wrong. Um, but I tend to get very reflective around this time of year. Um, and the other exciting thing, just a random real life update, my friend's getting married on that day as well in Adelaide. So it feels really cool this year that it's like, we've always celebrated dad's life, but like whilst grieving, but at the same time, I'm going to be celebrating a new chapter for my dear, my bestest friend. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, okay, let's move on to the dating conversation. I'm already quite parched, so I might just pause. Okay, we are back. I've had some water and I've taken my hoodie off. I am so stubborn when it comes to recording for miles ahead. I'm always like, I have to wear my hoodie. Like, you just can't record an episode without it right but it's getting quite hot on the Gold Coast so that's not quite working which is another reason to keep your eyes peeled <laughs> for what is coming after the end of this season so okay relationships dating let's talk about it so a little bit of backstory if you don't already know I have been single for about seven years again lost track but um I broke up with my first and only partner um just after dad passed away so it's all a bit of a blur but that is my background and the reason I'm sharing that is because this podcast obviously is all around dissolving shame and there is so much shame in dating I feel <laughs> and shame is either spoken about or it's not right we either open up and dissolve the shame or we keep it to ourselves and marinate in that shame making it worse for ourselves so like I said at the start it feels edgy for me to be speaking to this but it's also it's my intention that it helps some of you guys, even if it is such a surface level thing for someone, it might be quite deep for someone else. So I've definitely held a lot of shame around um, dating, like finding the right person, but also sex. Like I'll speak to that a little bit today, but <laughs> I'm just gonna um, rip the bandaid off and just share with you guys that Recently, I've been dating and I met someone really special and um, that before I say anything else as well, we're not still dating, so we've ended that as well. But what I want to share with you guys today is I've just created so much 
evidence for myself and I've healed so much within myself that there actually is out there what I desire. So I think too often this is something that makes me really sad is especially as women, we settle for less, not than what we deserve, but I feel like we settle, well, yes, less than what we deserve, but I feel like we settle because it's comfortable and it's easier. And I'm here to give you permission to actually just say no to what's not serving you and to actually raise the bar for yourself, raise the fucking bar. I'm sick of listening to women complain about their lives or their situationships or their, um, I don't know, one night stands or whatever the freaking problem is around dating and sex and actually just not do anything about it. So there's a lesson there. If you're going to complain, then be aware of, are you actually doing something about it? And if you're not, stop fucking complaining. <laughs> the feisty tells is back. Um, so yeah, without going into too much detail around this person and um, like who he is and, and all of that, I more so want to just tell you guys that what you're looking for is out there. So the number one thing I would be saying is getting clear on what it is that you're looking for. We've all heard of writing a list of like our dream partner. I like to call him the unicorn man. <laughs> um, and literally do that in your journal. Write down all of the qualities, all of the things that he has, all of the um like the things you do together as well like what is it that you crave and desire in a partner and really think long term as well don't just think about the now think about future you think about five years down the track because something that actually surprised me within this was this time around in dating I hadn't really thought about do I want kids do I want marriage do I want you know like that sort of thing and whilst I'm still not totally clear on my stance on marriage, I realised that I definitely want kids. I definitely want kids and I would be lying if there wasn't a part of me that's like, fuck, Talos, you're 26, like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> um, but I really don't want to put that pressure on myself either. So, yeah, the main thing that I want to speak to is I believe that we attract what we're ready for. And something I said to this person from the start was even if we don't work out, I am so grateful for you because you have raised the bar for me. Like I have never been treated that well by a man. I've never had someone who I guess like, yeah, took care of my needs. Um, met my needs rather I've never had someone who just understood me and someone who encouraged me to be myself I think that's a massive thing speaking to shame like a lot of the time when we're dating we really try to protect a concept of self and we try to make ourselves sound better 
or like someone that we're actually not. And for me, it's huge in my work and everything I preach to actually just be yourself. And a big thing that comes with being yourself is shame because we think that we're a misfit or we alienate ourselves or whatever it is. But I really just had someone in my corner who just encouraged me to be wholeheartedly myself. And I think that that's so important not just with dating, but in any, like, you know, friendship, dynamic, relationship, whatever, connection. Like, you want people who are a match for you. And how do you expect yourself to find your people if you are not being yourself? If you are pretending to be someone else, you're just going to attract those people. So, yeah. I actually ran a masterclass on this about a month ago called Connect. Um, so if you want the link for that, DM me. But yeah, this just dives deeper into your, like, I would say how to be a better friend. It's how to find your people, but underneath that, it's how to be a better person <laughs> to actually attract your people. But um yeah, raising the bar, it was just like, wow, what I desire is actually fucking out there. So this is something that it can be really hard to raise your standard and actually hold the energy of that standard if you don't have evidence that that exists. I'm here to tell you it fucking does. And the longer you entertain anything less than that, the further away you are from receiving that, there's always going to be a period of loneliness between um, letting go of what doesn't serve you and welcoming in what does serve you, right? So, okay, quick little shameless plug from yours truly. If you are enjoying the podcast and you want to see us grow, please subscribe, follow, like, share great review we would love 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 to connect with you you can find us at the miles ahead podcast across all main platforms or www.themilesahead.com where you can purchase a hood now let's get back to the juice i think it is so important to get clear on your intentions as well with anything but with dating it's like what do you actually want right now? Do you want a long-term relationship? Do you want to meet your soulmate? Like, do you want that? Or do you maybe just want something a bit more casual? Like, are you happy with where you're at with your relationship with yourself? And you just don't really feel like you're craving that, um, like, long-term, whatever it may be. Is it short-term, long-term, casual? What are your intentions? Put that on your unicorn man list. Um, because... This was probably one of the biggest things that um, like made this particular, I'm going to call it a friendship. No, I'm not. Fling? <laughs> Dating scenario. This is what made that work was that we both ultimately wanted a relationship out of it. However, with that in mind, what we realised was that we had a really good friendship and we had really good sexual chemistry, but we didn't have the deeper feelings there because everyone's belief is going to be different. But for me, I believe that you just know, and that's not a thing of like love at first sight. I'm not sure that I believe in that. But I think if you were to think about it, you would just know if those deeper feelings are there. And 
I want my person to be fucking obsessed with me (laughs) and not in a toxic way or codependent way that's not what I'm saying at all but I want my person to just know how how they feel about me so that was a big thing that I learned but I would say from that actually something I'd never thought about as well was those three parts that's what he taught me was okay there's friendship there there's sexual chemistry there but is there the deeper feelings there I'd never really um separated it like that and I had always just thought of it as like the one thing if that makes sense um like you either like them or you don't and obviously it's a lot more layered than that so that's something that I would be checking in with in your relationships like what is there what isn't there what perhaps needs improving and this is a thing as well is I fully believe that with willingness and curiosity you can make something work right we could have spent more time together to really get to know each other and developed those feelings I'm not saying that you can't develop feelings and I actually believe it does take time to develop feelings however there was a big part of me that felt like I was settling by waiting for someone to to decide how they felt. It made me feel unworthy and I know that I'm not unworthy. I know that I am worthy of, of having that person that is obsessed with me. So I think the the overall lesson in this is actually just trusting your gut, number one, And standing by it, knowing that by saying no to what's not serving you, you're actually making room for what is serving you. So energetically, it's one door closes, another opens. And I have so much evidence for this, not only in dating and relationships, but like friendships, also like moving house, take that as a big example, or even in work, like we all have our capacity and letting go of something is going to make space for something else to come in. So yeah, that is that. Um, No, the other thing I actually wanted to say is maturity in dating. Like we had so much fun together, but at the same time, it was a really, really beautiful ending where I just want you guys to know that that exists as well, (laughs) where you can be so transparent and honest about the way you're feeling and have so much love and respect for someone, but also know that it's not it without making them to be wrong or the bad person or, or whatever. You actually can just move through in a really beautiful way of like wow that served its purpose and and this was the purpose but it's also not for me so the final thing I want to say on that in regards to dissolving shame is that for me this is exactly what I needed in this period of my life where I'm at because it was so fucking healing for me I this is a big one that I've not shared publicly before, but I hadn't had sex for two years. Two years. And I held so much shame around that. So if you're listening and and you're the same, like the reason why I hadn't was because I really, again, holding myself to a high standard where it's like, I just personally didn't want to sleep around. And 
that was a personal decision, but that was probably one of the biggest things. Like just having that again was like, holy fuck, like it's just changed a lot within me. Um, and it's maybe even changed my stance on that as well. Um, but yeah, there were lots of little things within that that were really healing. And like I said, I believe that every every relationship, connection, friendship does serve a purpose. And it's about just becoming in tune with that and knowing that like there's no wrong or right, but it's it's what's right for you. So I'm gonna leave that there. I feel like I spoke about that for far too long. Um but the next update is business, 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 work, new opportunities, coaching. We're taking a bit of a step back, a bit of a pivot. It's not going away. Don't use stress. But I, this is the first time in three years where I haven't had clients. Three years of coaching and I haven't got any clients and it's really just been a bit of a redirection for me to see where I'm at what is the next evolution of Tali Miles coaching and like how can I actually refine my work and get even more clear on the women that I want to work with and what impact I'm making that is the biggest thing for me at the moment that I'm sitting in contemplation around um so yeah, we've, we've taken a step back and then also like personally, I'm wanting to focus on um, my income. And of course, like business is wonderful because I can, um, <laughs> my disk space just ran out on my computer. So now we are on the iCloud. And um, as I was saying, yeah, with coaching, taking a step back from that, I'm really focusing on my relationship with money and building my income, not only in business, but outside of business as well. So it's obviously really important as a business owner to have backing behind you. And um, I probably avoided this part of my life for, for too long now. So I am really focusing on that. Um, it's not to say that I can't grow my income through my business. I absolutely can and I will. Um, but it's just getting more clear on where I'm going to focus my energy in that because I have found myself very scattered. Um, not scattered, that's probably the wrong word, but I would say like too many offers and not enough... Um, not enough I don't want to say skill but it's like basically it's just time for me to refine my craft to focus on um, what my craft actually is and providing the best possible service I can rather than trying to create new things all the time so again a very raw share see that how you will but yeah that's where my head is at and I really truly love coaching I've been a coach for three years I know I'm a fucking excellent coach um but it's just time to kind of reassess and realign um and in the meantime the podcast is still very much running there's things for miles ahead in the works as well as I have mentioned a few times um but the next part in terms of business and work is 
a new business opportunity that I have had come up, which I've taken. So I'm going to give you some backstory. So about a month or two ago, at the same time, actually, that we received the end of lease thing, I was um, offered an opportunity to actually move back to Adelaide and move back to Adelaide and work within my mum's business, brand new business that she has bought, which is a bathhouse. So it's actually currently just two onsens, Japanese onsens, but um, it is evolving and we're turning it more into a bathhouse rather than just the hot spas. Um, they also currently have like yoga and events and other things there, like a tea garden and, and that sort of thing as well. But we are we are changing it up and bringing the much needed space of a bathhouse, which if you're on the Gold Coast or, or the East Coast, really, you would know that um, they are everywhere up here. And it's something that from the moment I moved here, I just fell in love with and it's and mum did as well when visiting me. So it's just so cool that she's had this opportunity um, and I'm really excited for her for this journey to actually just like grow a business that I know she's so passionate about. Um, so, and I'm honoured that she asked me to run the place as well. But I did go back to Adelaide and I worked within it for a few days kind of just to as a bit of a trial run to see how I feel about that and to be honest my biggest thing was just that I fucking love my life on the Gold Coast like I love it so much and I feel like I'm just getting started it's one of those things where it's like it's very tempting to move back home to the comfort and security of it and particularly with the financial thing that I was speaking to before, it was an opportunity for me to have a stable income um, and focus on building my business on the side. But yeah, I just found for me that what's even more important, and this is going to sound twisted to probably a lot of people, but to me, what's even more important is that I have my internal peace and happiness. And whilst like, financial stress can take away from that I've definitely experienced that I feel like this is the right decision for me to stay on the Gold Coast for the time being and hence why I signed a new lease and everything um, but it's definitely not off the cards it's something that again incredible opportunity to work in a family business as well and help grow that if you know me you know I freaking love business I could you know, I think I downplay it a bit because I'm not a business coach and, and because I haven't perhaps had the success that I envisioned for myself, but I love business and I think I always will or I know I always will. So this has been really cool to just be a part of that so far. I'm currently working remote for mum about 10 hours a week, just doing social media, marketing, like the rebrand, a few admin things I'm really just helping her with what she needs right now um, but yeah content and social media is the big one and I'm really enjoying it I'm really enjoying it the place was pre-existing like I said on sense so they do have a community and there's a really good community over there and that's something that we really want to make sure continues to thrive um, so I'm excited for that if you are in Adelaide, definitely be sure to check it out. It, 
I don't think I've even dropped the name yet. <laughs> We're temporarily closed while we do some upgrades and renovations, but it is called Soak House Adelaide. So definitely go on Instagram or Facebook, however you like to follow along. Um, and if you're in Adelaide, definitely go pay it a visit. So that is that. I'm pretty sure that wraps up my entire life changes. Um, look, there's probably more, but I'm, this is feeling quite complete for me now. Um, I hope that you got something out of this. If not just being nosy on all of the changes, I hope that you gained a new perspective or something that is going to help you move through whatever you're moving through in your life. Um, but yeah, as always, thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to be in your ear holes again for the final, final episode next week. Oh my gosh. Wild. Um, for season one, not final, final, just for season one. And then we have something coming. So stay tuned. Thank you for being here and have the best day ever. A rich man's world. And that wraps up another inspiring conversation on the Miles Ahead podcast. Whether this is your first time here or you've been here since day one, thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, we honestly truly wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Please subscribe, follow, like, share, rate, review, whatever, whatever tickles your pickle. We would love to hear from you. And if you want to purchase a hoodie, you can do so on www.themilesahead.com. We are also on Instagram, The Miles Ahead Podcast. Thank you so much and we will chat soon.